Today's show is provided for entertainment and general information purposes. Opinions expressed are those of the presenter only. We make no promises or guarantees of investment performance. Online Trading Academy is not a broker, dealer, certified financial planner, or registered investment advisor. Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Warby, and I am here with the incomparable Nigel Cave. For those of you joining us for the first time, Nigel and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 25 years of service. All right, so we have another one of these weeks where I've got lots and lots of notes. Yeah, we're not going to get through all of these. There's the, <laughs> he writes like three we're try. pages and expects us to go through all three of them. That's just nuts. Well, I am way too points. talkative. Yeah, three, yeah. <laughs> three pages of bullet points, so... Anyway, maybe if I just wrote it all out for us. It might be easier, yeah. but it would come off very scripted. I think this conversation Boring. that we have about stuff is, is why people listen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and besides, it would be all me at that point. Nobody wants to hear that. All right, <laughs> so the markets, we still have sideways kind of sideways uh, motion here. Yeah, it hasn't really broken its range as much as uh, we would like to see, but I am starting to see some more bearish tendencies, not only in the market, but in kind of the people who are talking about the market. Right, right. So yeah, on Tuesday, we saw we saw a pretty good sell-off, mm-hmm. right? It down almost 2% in the S&P. Um, and then and then on Wednesday, it tried to recover, sank back down, yeah. so didn't really go anywhere. Now, I saw articles saying, oh, it broke through uh, resistance, mm-hmm. and that was back on Tuesday, right? Yeah. And I looked at it, and I said, well, resistance isn't supply. It's not demand, I'm sorry. Resistance yeah. isn't demand. And we haven't quite broken that yet. We haven't quite broken it yet, but so. I think that the uh, Fed meeting minutes coming out on Wednesday and them kind of reading through some of that stuff definitely spooked the market a little bit. Well, and you saw that because the market was climbing and then Fed minutes came out and then started selling off again. Um, not enough to take it past where where it started on the day. No, but I think the, the trend Much. in which we're going to head now is a little bit farther down just because, you know, how we talked about last week, the interest rates and people were like, oh, well, they're going to start lowering interest rates by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we both said, hey, that's not what these reports say. It's not even what the... what. You know, the federal chair uh, Powell said. Exactly. And then these notes come out this week. And exactly what we were saying last week, these notes said, hey, you know, we might have to continue to raise interest rates because this inflation is being stubborn. Yeah, persistent. Persistent inflation. And so it's, well, somebody, I I read stubborn somewhere. I don't know where I read stubborn. but (laughs) (laughs) Well, stubbornly persistent. No, maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, that's what we were kind of saying last week about the interest rates and all that stuff. And of course, now that 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 has been published and everybody under the sun can see it, now the market's like, oh, well, maybe we should be headed back down the other way. Right. Now, this is why last week... When we talked, you know, we we said, hey, look, you know, I know that the news is all happy and we're getting into springtime and and people are smiling, but none of the reports are happy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you could you could feel good about where your I don't know where your accounts are as long as you've got a good put behind you. Yeah. And so we talked about the puts as insurance policies last week. And this is why, because still things don't look great. No. I mean, there's really not a reason to for everybody to be happy and bullish. We've seen we've seen that the market wants to be bullish, 
And of course they want to be bullish because most people only know how to handle bullish. Yeah, they're they're the one trick pony, right? They they buy. That's the that's the trick that they know. They know how to buy things. Right. But outside of that, there's not a lot other sources they have to do anything with. Yeah. Well, they did add a new trick to their little pony, I guess. What? And that 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 was buy the dip. I mean, <laughs> variation thing. on the same buy thing. Button. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy button, buy button, buy button. <laughs> that's that's the that's that hasn't the been trick. working out well this, yeah. this year. <laughs> At any rate, I'll tell you what has been just a trader's paradise. And this is for the traders out there. Oil has been bouncing for like four months in between two levels. I mean, it's the demand zone bounces off right up to the supply zone, bounces down. Um, So for those that know how to work in the commodities market, in the futures market, oil has just been kind of beautiful see now sometimes i get a little lazy and i like it when markets just go one way so when they go (laughs) sideways i actually i get really tired of getting in and out of trades i like to get in trades and let them go and when they don't do that and i have to get in one side and out the other side and in one side that's great for for day trading but sometimes i just get far too lazy for that so it's it is fun for people who really like that stuff but i just i've maybe i'm getting older i don't know (laughs) now now just so that you know, that oil thing has been hitting about 73 and bouncing up to uh, like 80, what, 80, 86, yeah, something it, like that, right around that 85, high? 86, wow. up to 89, right? Um, the beginning of the zone is right there about 85, 86, 50. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then bouncing right back off of that. And it's taking you know, five or six days. Yeah. It's it's a long thing, (laughs) you know, to go from one point to the other, but it's been pretty, I mean, it's been really consistent. We just said five days, like it was a long period of time. Five days in a trade is not that long to most people. Exactly. (laughs) And and I'm saying that, you know, for the traders out there, because there are people like Nigel that just want it to go up for a while. And so when he's saying, Hey, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, that's two trades in a week. <laughs> just to put it in perspective. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it doesn't just have to go up, it could go down. I just, the sidewaysness tends to make more work for me. And I've really gotten to a point of just wanting the, the easiest, most predictable trades possible. And that's probably just because trading is kind of supposed to be boring. If well, this is, last year has been boring. Well, yeah, and it's if trading textbook, is bear market. too exciting, you're probably doing something you shouldn't be doing because your heart should not be racing while you're placing trades. It yeah. should be kind of a boring thing. But, that's the way. It, that's the way we want it. But yeah. that's not how it's portrayed. If you look at the movies, it's very exciting. Yeah, and everything's and know. there's like 18 computer screens and there's there's yeah. all these things going on. I trade for my cell phone, guys. Like, come on, this <laughs> isn't like this doesn't have to be that complicated. Yes. <laughs> I have seen the 18 screen thing. You know, typically I see that with people that are doing something called skimming the market. Mm-hmm. Not or, my style. Or what are they? That's uh, scalping. Awful, yeah, scalping. I'm sorry, scalping the market. Yeah. Not my style. That's an awful lot of work. Yeah, you know, I, I do it every once in a while, and I actually have a I have a big TV screen, and I hook a computer to the back of it, mm. and so I'll trade from a TV screen if I really want to intraday tiny trade. Right. But it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm I'm lazy, like I said. <laughs> Go for the larger movements. Exactly. Yes. Well, me too. Yeah. Um, and so when we get back, I want to talk about uh, some more of this, but we also want to get into the sandwich generations. What happened in Domino's stock in Australia? I know that's a little bit out there. Uh, some tech investors 
with an upcoming opportunity, maybe in fusion. So coming up when we get back, that's what we'll talk about. In the meantime, we are going to have some commercials. Yes, this is a hard commercial break. And during those commercials, you can do one of two things. You can listen to those commercials or you can give us a call and get registered for one of our classes. Now we have two classes that we're going to offer because we're coming into March timeframe. And during March timeframe, well, that's when everybody leaves town. And so we typically have opportunities for different classes where people would have something like spring break. Okay. And so we're going to offer two classes, but right now, just the one. Um, if you want to get in and, and see how trading and investing works, we have a free three hour class. So give us a call and get registered into that class. The number is 8448 Trader. That's 844-887-2337 or text the word income to 25029. That's income to 25029. We'll see you after the break. 